Shalom everybody, we're continuing with where we left off, Likuti Alachot, section Orachayim, the laws of giving thanks, Birkat Oda'a, discourse number 6, paragraph 12. Rav Nosin is taking all these ideas he've mentioned until now, about using fear of punishment, fear of heaven, fear of sin in a positive vein, but the only way to do that really is that a person also is close to tzaddikim, because the tzaddikim will give the ability to not fall from the fear of punishment, but just use it instead to come forward, to take anything that's thrown at a person and to change it into a positive view. This, a person merits to the tzaddikim. So look what he says here now. Alken This is why a person must come close to truly God-fearing Jews. Another word for tzaddikim, but people who have true yachamayim, which means that they're able to interpret the fear of punishment in a positive vein. And not like we said earlier, that a person sees he's so far and he's doomed, so why should he even strive to serve Hashem? If anyways he's a failure, and any, anyways he's going to Gehenam, anyways everything's not going to work out. So just opposite, that if this is the power of a sin and the punishment due to it, how much greater is the reward for doing good? And if a person is determined enough, and like we said earlier, come, comes close to truth tzaddikim, they give him the means and the way to rectify everything that he can even, he can, he can even then transform the sins into merits. So look what he says here again. Thus a person must draw himself close to truly God-fearing people. Simcha bechol kochot, and to draw upon himself joy with all of his strength to realize that the only attitude, the only way that a person can use in order to survive and to make it is joy. And therefore, a person will invest all of his energy in this area to work on being besimcha, being happy. And he says, How another, another advice, and he introduces us to another way how to work on simcha. Through all of the good points that a person still finds in himself. You see, this is so relevant to what he said earlier. Because when a person has fear of punishment in the wrong way, so he says, look at the bad I've done, and now look at the damage it's done. And I'm finished. I've done sins and there's damage caused and I'm going to pay for it. So here's the opposite. That through the good points that I still find within myself, even if I've done what I've done, I've done terrible things, but still, nonetheless, there are good points within me, right? And this is a major theme. He says, like this is brought down on the verse in the Kutimuran, first of all, lesson 282, one of Rabbi Nachman's most seminal and fundamental teachings of finding the good points in oneself. And it's based on the verse from Psalms, chapter 104, verse 33, right? Right, I will sing to Hashem while I'm alive. And Azamra Lelokai, I will sing. Another form of shir, another, I will sing to my Lord, Be'odi, which Rabbi Nachman translates as Be'odi means of the little bit more of good that I find within myself. And he says, Rav Nosin, this is a thing that comes up many times, Umuva bidvarenu kama pa'amin. And as is brought down in our teachings, our writings, many times, it's true. This is one of the most often quoted ideas 
and concepts in Breslev literature, and Rav Nossin's writings especially. That's one advice. One advice is, sorry, it's, he's mentioning three things here. Number one, that a person needs to come close to truly God-fearing Jews. Number two, a person has to draw upon himself joy with all of his strength. And he gives two advices how to do that. Number one, through finding the good points like we just mentioned. And now he says, Another way to be happy, to, that a person has to invest energy to work on being happy, is through another advice, which is called finding, and in other words, look, searching and finding the what's called expansions, the many expansions within the tight difficulties that a person is facing, the dire straits themselves, in the difficulty itself, I'm able to find an expansion. Like in the verse, Bivchina, like the idea, this idea is in the verse from Psalms chapter 4, verse 2. In the tightness, Batsar, Hechavtali Hashem, you have made an expansion. I found an expanded expansion in the tightness itself. And he says, Rav Nosan, again, this is something also very frequent, frequently spoken about. As we have written a lot already about this concept in, in another discourse, Rav Nosan's quoting the discourse that he's, he wrote about it in the section Yoradi'ah, the laws of Kilei Behema. Kilei Behema, the laws of, you know, you're not allowed to intermingle animals, interbreed animals, or work with two animals together. And this is in, in paragraph four there, he goes into this concept of the expanding of the, in, within the difficulties. And another way to be happy, that's, that's two now. Number three, and also another advice on being happy. See, Rav Nosson is giving many options here. Many ways that you can use to be happy always, Bezat Hashem. And also three says, by looking, focusing on the final end, like we mentioned earlier in, earlier in paragraph number 9 of this discourse, This is the idea that we, that we quoted from lesson 24, the, this, the discourse, the, the argument between Rabbi Yosho ben Hanania and the wise men of Athens, where he told them, bring a rope and measure. Which Rabbi Nachman explains as in the future, that you, you the nations, you yourselves, the evil, the klipot, who are preventing us from being happy, you yourselves will bring us and to, to out of the galut into happiness, and that is what will destroy you. Moshchu, that will destroy you. We went into this, that, that the, the way to be happy even today is by drawing from the future joy, which will be definitely. Rav Nosson's wording is amazing. All of these advices, especially this last one here, of looking at the future good, the final end, the future, future, the final end, where everything will be good. A person manages to be happy, to have a happy attitude, happy tone, to the extent where then he's able to transform. Yamir also, he says, to exchange everything for good. Because this is the exact opposite of the evil. The evil is called Hechalat Murot, exchange chambers, because he tries to exchange this, the happiness to sadness, the good for the bad, the, the truth to falsehood. And now here we're working the opposite. We're also fighting using his, using his own medicine, that we're trying to transform what seems to be bad and sad into good. 
And that's the goal here, that a person to take everything being thrown at him and then transform it into good. Instead of blowing up and getting upset and broken everything, anything that's being thrown at him in life, he's able to take it and build on it and use it in a positive frame, in a positive perspective. Okay, that's what he's saying here. And this is in line with another, another very important teaching of Rabbi Nachman, when he says on the verse, that joy and delight will they reach, and the sadness and depression takes off. Nasu, they'll take off. This Rabbi Nachman explains in Lesson 23 of Likut Yaman Part 2, where it's the tendency, it's the nature, it's the way of sadness and depression to to depart from a person when he's happy. When a person now goes to like a wedding or a bar mitzvah, there's something happy to be happy about, and he's dancing and drinking and whatever, so he forgets about his problems. That means like the problems, they go on the side, and they wait for a person to stop being happy. While he's dancing and happy, he forgets about his problems. Ibn Nachman says it's a higher level, and it's necessary that you don't forget about your problems, that you take the problems and bring them into the joy. That's what he says here. You go, you, you're able to transform the sadness into joy. How do you do that? That's what he said. You find the expansion within it. Or you look at the final, final end. Everything's going to be good. And this attitude of seeing the good, then you take it into the present sadness that you're going through and bring that joy into it. It's a work. It's not easy, these ideas. But this is what has to be done, he says. He's explaining now Lesson 23 there. He's quoting, like, quoting out of it. Like we said, that a person has to specifically snatch and grab the sadness and depression and turn it, transform it into joy. Not to just forget, leave, let it sit on the side and forget about it and then it comes back to you after, you're, after you finish being happy and merry. No! While you're dancing and happy and everything, you remember the sad things that you're going through and you bring it into the joy, which means you're able to find something to be happy about within it itself and that's your key to getting out of the sadness being influenced by the situation. Right? And he's going further in the idea. Shekol, and he's tying it into the ideas of this lesson now. Shekol ma'sherotzim bechinat hechalat murot lahashlicho uleracha chas shalom. That so much as commensurate to how much the concept of the exchange chambers, which is the evil side, wants to throw a person away and distance him, God forbid. Through the reasoning used by the evil side, the exchange chambers, which are all upside down, and mezuyaf, what a word, ziuf, they're like forged, forged ways of thinking the Yitzhara tries to convince a person with. <laughs> they're attacking you with their way of thinking, the evil side, and trying to convince you to be negative and to be down and depressed and sad. So you're fighting exactly the, the, their same medicine, using their, their weapons itself, and you're transforming everything they're throwing at you to good. In other words, that you should, it shouldn't bring you down. And Ibn Nusin goes into this. Ki adraba, 
What's my weapon, the best weapon against the evil when he tries to bring me down to make me feel bad and negative? That I find what to be happy about. Look, look what he says. Ki just the opposite like you guys are trying to make me feel. Down and sad and negative and depressed. Zeu tokef simchati. By you trying to convince me, the Yetzara, that I'm a nobody, I'm far, I'm finished, there's no hope, there's no way I'm going to get out. Right? He says, this, this exactly is my joy. You guys are trying to make me feel down. Ah, it's useless. I'm futile and everything is ended, right? So he's saying this itself is the strength of my joy. Tokef simchati. That what? Shirachok kamoni. That someone so far as myself, as you guys are trying to convince me, you the evil side convince me that I'm far and I'm distant and there's no hope and, and everything's upside down and everything was a failure and I didn't succeed in my shalom, my marriage and I didn't succeed in my children I didn't succeed in serving Hashem I didn't succeed in breaking the ta'avot I'm so steeped in, in the ta'va for the lust for food and for money and for, for forbidden relations and not watching my eyes etc etc right that and that you guys are trying to convince me that's the reality, and therefore I have what to be sad and worried about. That I'm not going to make it in life, not in this world, and not the next world. So Rav Nosson says just the opposite. This is my joy, that someone as far as myself. Look where Rav Nosson he says it twice. Kol kach, kol kach, so much far, so so far. Kol kach, kol kach. Like the person knows in himself, and like the Yetzirah tries to convince him, look, look how bad you are, look how low you are, look how this, look how, how it's so finished, the situation, and you should feel guilty about yourself, that you got to yourself, that you brought yourself with your own hands to this situation, right? So he's saying, um, Like a person knows, okay, I know that I'm far. Ah, afal pichen. Even though, even though it's true that I am far and blemished and finished and it's all over and, and life is doomed and I'm not going to make it, etc. That's what it seems. But nonetheless, he says, within all this, I'm still putting on tzitzit every day. And I still manage to go to the mikveh, Rav Nosson says, etc. And I still manage to give tzedakah here and there, etc. Right? And he says about each of these points, Asher ein kol ha'olam kulo kedai neged or nekuda achat shel eze mitzvah. That the whole world in its entirety doesn't even add up. is not sufficient against facing the light of one point of any mitzvah, one point of the mitzvah, not the mitzvah itself in its entirety, even one nekuda, one dot, a dot is very small, one dot of the significance of the mitzvah, the whole world cannot match, the world meaning the whole success of this world, cannot match the light of even one mitzvah. And even though you're as far as you are, you're still doing the mitzvot. If you are really finished and doomed and there's no hope for you, so you should not have the right to put on tzitzit. You should not have the right to go to the mikveh. You should not have the right to give tzedakah. But the fact that you are able to continue doing it, it's not, eh, anyways it has no value. I'm doing it but it's empty. No, that you have the merit to do it even the minimal act, action of the mitzvah, and then of that minimal doing performance of the mitzvah, one dot of it, <laughs> one dot of that mitzvah, its light is so powerful. The light, 
the spiritual light generated from that dot of the mitzvah is greater than the entire world, what this world has to offer. All the successes and accomplishments, and even of the spiritual, so seemingly accomplishments of this world, the mitzvah, the light of the mitzvah is even greater than that. Then if you, in relationship to this world and what you're doing, the light of the mitzvah that you do is even greater. Unbelievable what he's saying here. Okay? Let's go on. And he goes into even more detail. This is in general. And now all the more so. Bifrat ma shezacha litkarev litzadikei emet v'chule kamevu'ar bidvarenu harbe mizeh u'bifrat bihelchot piriyah urviyah halacha gimel and in particular if a person has the merit or that that a person has has the merit to come close to true tzadikim that this merit there's no words to express at all it's something which is like the cup behind all the mitzvot he says, Rabbi Nachman, traveling to Tzadikim, and all the more so coming close to the Tzadikim, which is which happens when you travel to Tzadikim. He says, the wording in Lesson 62, Likut Moran, you won't believe this, but he says, it is something that a person's whole Yiddish kite is dependent upon. What? Go tell that to the Litvaks. The whole, the whole 613 mitzvot are dependent on the point of coming close to Tzadikim. The answer is yes. Because they give you the light to value the good of the mitzvot so that no matter what you may go through all the negative uncomfortable situations in in your life that make you feel down and it's justified technically so to speak to feel down the tzaddikim give you such a light to value the good as much as there's bad and negativity the good has the upper hand but if you don't have tzaddikim in your life and you're not close to them, you can't see that. You can't value the good of your mitzvot because you're overwhelmed by the bad of your averot. The bad of your averot are overwhelming to- so much that you don't see the good. You begin to say, what value is my mitzvah? I should, might as well just stop if I've done so bad. Who talks like that? People who don't have the merit to be close to true tzaddikim. But if you have the merit to come close to true tzaddikim, they open your eyes to the, the greatness of the good that you're doing. So always it's over, it's, it's outweighing. And it's not to say, oh, so continue doing bad. No one's saying that. No one's saying to continue doing bad because you're doing good. We're saying if you are doing bad and you feel stuck and it makes you down and in that case you'll go fall even further. So we tell a person, but the good that you're doing, if you keep on focusing on the good and work on the good and eventually this will brush off and already clean the bad and push off the bad that you won't, number one, do any more of the things that led you to do bad and number two, the bad that has been done already to clean that. Unbelievable. That's what Vlosan is saying here. Bifrat, right? That which a person merited to come close to true tzaddikim, etc. As we've spoken about this also, Rav Nosen says a lot elsewhere. And he tells you to look in another discourse, section Eben Ezer, the laws of being fruitful, the mitzvah to be fruitful, discourse number three, where he goes into this idea. All of these handles are to make yourself be hap- to be happy. To the extent... All of this, 
all of these these advices, these handles we just presented here, you, it should push you so much so that you, until you are able to draw upon yourself joy, and then once you have joy, then you can do what he says in this lesson, 24, the Kutimran, then you can do the mitzvot with joy, because in order to do mitzvot with joy, you need joy itself, and through this, specifically, will a person be extracted from the evil domain, the evil influence of the, of the Yetzirah, which is called the exchange of chambers, etc. And then after that, what does he say then in lesson 24, the next stage? The final stage there? Till you go up and up and up until you merit to what's called the rectification of the mind, where you're able to settle, organize and structure the mind, etc., which is the idea of the sphera called the crown, the keter, which is this ability to perceive the infinite light. <coughs> that once you tap into that level, that there is the source of joy. That specifically to reach this keter, the, the structuring and organizing of the mind, which is the source of joy, its rectification begins specifically through what the wise men of Athens said to Rabbi Shobin Hananya, who says, Mi Yemar, and Rabbi Nachman interprets it there in Lesson 24, Yemar is also like the wording Tmura, exchange. Who, me, who has the audacity, the chutzpah, to, to enter the exchange chambers in order to elevate the holiness trapped there. Which is why a person is exposed in the first place to the exchange chambers in order to elevate joy, simcha, holiness, mitzvah, the divine presence which is trapped there, to get it out. That's the only way to come to the true joy, which is the keter. Okay? Shewali and it's like, like we just said now, Ravnosan is amazing, he's adding details here. That is, what does it mean, like we said, who has the audacity to enter the exchange chambers? Ravnosan is explaining it. That this means, this is the following. Through this, that a person went down, descended into the exchange chambers, and got out, and he says, he adds an amazing point. Got out through the strength of the tzaddikim. That's amazing what he's saying here. Saying on your own it won't work. You need the strength of the tzaddikim to give you that push of joy to, to do the mitzvah of joy in order to get out, to get out of there. Ali Day, he explains more details. Ali Day, Shait Gaber, Lachtof Hayagon Vanacha. That this is true. Rav Nosson is explaining ideas that are not expl- mentioned explicitly in the Kutim on Lesson 24. And he's borrowing and using concepts from different lessons to show you that they're applicable here. That this is the way the strength of Tzadikim to get out of there is specifically that a person strengthens himself to grab the sadness and depression which is attacking him, which is making him feel down taking it itself, like we said in Likud Timon Part 2, Lesson 23, to transform it into joy, as we just mentioned earlier, which is Adraba, just opposite of what you're telling me, the you Yetzara, that even though I'm so far, I'm still able to do mitzvot, still able to do Kriyachma, put on trillion, etc. Okay? Shari Dezeh, Rav Nosen says, such a powerful chizuk here. Shari Dezeh, Ikar HaGeulah VaPedut Shel Atid. Rav Nosen says here, that through this, this attitude of turning, transforming the sadness and depression into joy, 
is the essence uh, and of the redemption and the freedom which is in time to come. The future redemption and freedom is dependent on this, of transforming the sadness into joy. And he says more than this. That's not just for the future. This is the amazing point. Why it's so, it's so necessary what he's saying here. And through this, through activating the joy, which is going to be the future joy, like we said, all these things, through this specifically, can a person redeem, re- redeem his soul from its exile, even now. All the things keeping you down in life, all the setbacks and failures that are keeping you down and sad and depressed and trapped, this is the way to redeem your soul from this exile, as mentioned above. Unbelievable. Rav Nassim is unbelievable.